0: Hey, welcome. This is Michelle from Irvine Moms, a boy mom, homeschooling mama, and a mompreneur. Welcome to Mom's Time Out podcast. Weekly, we'll be bringing you guests who are going to be talking about topics that matter to you. So thank you for joining. Pull up a chair, put those headphones on and join us weekly. Thank you for your support. Hi, this is Taylor and this week's episode is brought to you by Next Level Swim School, where we give parents a sense of relief by helping their kids become water safe. No monthly contracts are necessary. Find us on Instagram at Next Level Swim School and contact us at 949-939-7254. It's
1: a whole chapter of blank pages. And so the, the, the goal for me in that book was to allow people the freedom to be free, uh, and I know that sounds like the, like the freedom to be free to to say, hey, listen, I'm gonna tell you my dirt. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get naked. I'm gonna undress my life. I'm gonna be vulnerable. I'm gonna let you think. Did she really do that? That's so stupid. I'm gonna let you make all the possible judgments that you can about me in hopes that by the time you get to those blank pages, you'll be willing to undress yourself and really get to know you. Marilyn Porter
0: is a -a one-of-a-kind life coach. This fun, loving, hat-wearing mama is ready to help you get on your feet to a more fulfilling life. Please welcome Marilyn Porter. Marilyn, it's so good to talk to you.
1: Good afternoon. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. How about you?
1: Oh, today is an amazing day here in Atlanta, Georgia. Well, I lived in San Diego for about a year and a half. Um, I, 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 I am an ex-Navy wife. So I lived in um, El Cajon for, for, and I actually enjoyed that weather.
0: Yeah, San Diego's nice. You're a little closer to the bay than we are in Irvine, so that's nice. That is great weather.
1: Yeah, I loved it. I absolutely loved it.
0: Oh, well, that's good to hear. So that's let's touch on that. You were a Navy wife. Is that what sort of got your interest in doing the research on female soldiers and divorce and relationships? Is that what sparked your interest? or?
1: So I am a, like my my entire history um, I'm an Army brat, so my father was in the Army and um, then I, my second husband was in the Navy. I had a first husband as well who was in the Army and then I have a daughter who is currently serving in the military. And so yeah, I'm just from the, um, the a military culture and um, so just seeing, um, how things work from the inside—it really just kind of sparked my interest because I, 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 I minored in sociology in my undergrad, and then I was a little bit interested in um, my major was psychology, and so I just have an interest in people, and that just happened to be, you know, my circle. Those were my people, and so that's kind of where I focused. So, what
0: now that you're a civilian? What's been the biggest lesson that you've discovered with married couples in the military and civilian couples, same struggles aside from the fact that military families do have to spend some time apart?
1: So the the major struggle, um, the one that is probably completely different from civilian marriages. I would say when you are a military spouse, whether you're the, you know, the military wife or the military husband, you know, for sure that your marriage vows take a seat to the job. Um, you know, that you don't come first right out of the gate. You know that you do not come first. You know that if if that soldier has to choose between going to fight a war and your baby is due, you know he's going to have to get the pictures or the video of your baby coming. He has to go do what the government says. And so that is the major difference is that you go into that knowing, well, you should. That's part of the, the whole divorce culture there, because a lot of military spouses don't, they don't really understand that as a military spouse, you do not come first. You might be first in their heart, but you are not their first and foremost priority. Their first and foremost priority is um, protecting our country.
0: Wow. That's a big big commitment to make, right? I mean, you're, you're there with your husband and I think it's probably easier said than done, right? When the husband obviously proposes the, the idea Mm -hmm. of this career, you as a, as a wife obviously are supportive, but once it's actually in
1: reality, that's completely different. It's, it's, it's completely different because you really, and truly, if you do not have If you're not secure enough in yourself as a person, being a military spouse will totally deconstruct your entire idea of what um, traditional marriage is meant to be. It will totally destroy any concept that you had. um, And that's why especially senior leadership, um, drill sergeants, people who almost all of their time is spent working. yeah. The family just does, just does not, is, it's not the first priority. Again, in their heart, you have, you just have to know, you have to know your spouse's heart because if you don't know yourself and if you don't know your spouse's heart, yeah, military spousing, <laughs> military marriage, it, it'll, it is, um it's very destructive if you don't get those two things. If you don't get you and you don't know your spouse's heart, it, it can be very destructive.
0: Do a lot of your clients come from the military? Is that your strong base or do you have a little mixture of both?
1: I have, most of my clients actually come from the, the faith-based community. Um I kind of I've been divorced now for 13 years and so I've kind of gotten away from that being my primary focus. However, I do still have maybe 25% of my clients still come out of the military community uh, because I do still have, you know, strong ties. Um, Like my father uh, retired after 23 years and he actually lives, he retired and stayed in another country. And so he will often um, send people to me um, who are American wives who are in Germany and they're struggling. Because I remember my father telling me, Um, When I was about 22 years old and my husband was going to get stationed in Germany and he said, I'm going to warn you that if you guys decide to come to Germany, Germany is a make it or break it place for people in the military. Well, I didn't quite take his advice on that. <laughs> and so that's why there was another husband because that first husband that kind of got lost in the rigmarole of Germany. So I do still have close ties. And like I said, my daughter's in the military and she has a plethora, plethora of friends and she will often send people to me that she feels like, you know what? we can't help this person. And because I don't want them to um, get in trouble or I don't want their their family to be torn apart, she'll send them to me as a coach. Um, So it's, although the military is not my primary base, I think I'm always going to have those ties because I am a military brat, so to speak.
0: Yeah, that's a good point about, you know, understanding that you have this background because you've walked Mm -hmm. in the past. You have that personal tie in to really be there as a partner for these people who come to you, right. To set that foundation. Yes. What have you found? I guess my question is knowing that you've helped couples and people in distress, what advice do you give to couples that sort of are, finding themselves in a challenging situation right now especially during the pandemic i know that m- financial stress is a high ten- tension among households so mm-hmm. what can we do to help share some input there for for couples
1: so for for couples my my primary thing is whether we are in a pandemic, or whether it's just normal everyday life, my advice to to couples who are are struggling in any area of their relationship is stop and get a grasp on the communication, get an understanding. Um, I believe that many times. Inside of relationships, we don't have an understanding of the other person. And so we try to bring in, you know, counselors and pastors and friends and parents. And if you don't have an understanding of your spouse, chances are the information that you're giving to anyone else that you're tagging in, they don't have a proper understanding of them either because you've given them your skewed view of maybe you're hurt or maybe you haven't forgiven or you know so you've given them a skewed view and what that does is whoever comes in even with therapists and marriage counselors who will often talk to one spouse at a time by the time they get them there as a couple It's just human nature, even though, you know, you want to say, oh, they're professional and "Oh, the bottom line is human nature. You've already formed an opinion. You already have an idea about this person. So my advice to couples is get an understanding of the other human being that you are tied to before you tag in anyone else. Get to really know who that person is because many times What you think they are is so not who they are. And if you really get to know who they are and then you can make a wise decision, is this somebody that has the capacity to even move forward with me? Is this someone who can help me grow? Is this someone that I can help grow? So you have to get an understanding, a true and authentic understanding of who that person is that you're tied to.
0: Yeah, that respect and just communication. And it sounds so simple, right? Just to have that simple conversation mm-hmm. and that connection. I think that's those are great points. Your books, you've written three of them. Could you tell us a little bit about the books and what
1: inspired you? Absolutely. So my very first book, um, The Pieces of Me, and you is what I call an autobiographical journal. Um, because what I did was there are four chapters in the book and the first three chapters are telling my story. They, the foundation of um, where I come from and, and how I ended up being the woman that I am today, the, the struggles and you know, some of it is, you know, not so nice and um, tell my story. But then that last chapter, chapter number four is blank. it's a it's a whole chapter of blank pages And so the the, the goal for me in that book was to allow people the freedom to be free uh, And I know that sounds like the, like the freedom to be free to to say, hey listen, I'm gonna tell you my dirt. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to get naked. I'm going to undress my life. I'm going to be vulnerable. I'm going to let you think did she really do that? That's so stupid. I'm going to let you make all the possible judgments that you can about me in hopes that by the time you get to those blank pages, you'll be willing to undress yourself and really get to know you. So that's book number 1, The Pieces of Me and You. It's just my life. It's just my life and an attempt to uh, help other people. That's the coach in me, right? That always wants to help other people unlock themselves as well. And so that's book number one. Um, And then there is... her Story Reveals His Glory. And so I am a pastor. I am the senior pastor of the Pink Pool International Convention of Women in Ministry. And so that particular book, Her Story Reveals His Glory, is, is actually an anthology where I compiled a group of women and we told um, the story our, our most tragic events in life and just talked about how going into the tragedy how you can't see you can't see the bright side you couldn't see the bright side when you're going into it but after you walk out and then you kind of take that look back you realize oh this is why that had to happen so then it becomes more of a blessing than a curse because you realize that if this bad thing had not happened, it wouldn't have opened my eyes to this thing or this person or this job or this new location. And so I hate that it happened that way because it really hurt. But now when I look back, I'm grateful. So therein comes the glory of God because you realize that he was there all along and you made it through. and, And now you're on, you know, moving on to whatever's next in life, the next best thing for you. And then um, women in ministry speak, and that speaks for itself. Um, so I can again, it's an anthology. My story is included um in this particular one. And in this book, we just talk about the disparity, the disparities of being a woman who is in ministry and how um, we really deal with um. Oh God, sexism, and um, we're still not appreciated. And you know, a lot of people still think that you can't be a woman and be an effective leader in the church and things like that. And so that book is is just totally centered on everyone in that book is a, is a woman and they are clergy of some form. And we just talk about how you know, hey, it's tough for us guys. Well, hey, give us a break. Like we just want to do what we came here to do. We don't want to fight. We're not trying to take over. We don't think. we're we're the boss. We just want to do what we came here to do. And so those are, those are three of my books. Those are perhaps the ones that are on my website. I actually have about 17 books. I just opted not to have 17 books on my website.
0: Wow. That's incredible. That's a great achievement. What can, um, what can our followers, what can our community do to get involved with you what's upcoming for you can you plug away with your website upcoming uh, webinars, that sort of thing?
1: Absolutely. And so during this pandemic time, I've been really quiet. So I don't, I actually don't have anything up and coming because I've been really quiet. I've just t- taken this time to rest and relax. And so I haven't been grinding as hard as I normally would. Normally, there will be a list of, you know, a thousand things that I have going on, but I actually have taken this time as a time of rest. And so actually, um, the invitation to be here with you today Michelle is one of the first things that I've actually said yes to in about four months and so I I appreciate you for jump-starting me and getting my juices flowing again but my website (laughs) yeah but my website is very simple it's um marylandeporter.com www.marylandeporter.com I am also known I have been known in the coaching world as the Scatterbrained Genius. And so if you go to www.thescatterbrainedgenius.com, it'll take you to the same website. Some people know me as the Scatterbrained Genius. Some people prefer to call me M.E. So if you go to either one of those places, it's all gonna take you to the, to the same place um, where you can just find out more about who I am and what I do as a coach. Um, I'm, have I've just worked myself out of publishing And I ran a publishing company for some years and I've just worked my way out of that because I'm getting ready to focus more on global travel and, and speaking, motivational speaking. Um, so I'm, I've worked my way out of doing anything that requires me to have a tangible product in the end because I'm just gonna be honest, I'm getting real bad at meeting deadlines as I'm becoming more and more inclined to just use my words. I just wanna use my words. That's all I wanna do is just use my words. And so that's what I'm leaning more towards um, is just um, speaking engagement. And like I said, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pastor. So ministry, speaking, speaking, teaching, all of that, all of those things are just second nature to me. So just if everyone would just stay locked into the website, my event page always has anything that I have coming up on it. And I'm all over social media as just Marilyn E. Porter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, YouTube, probably some ones that we don't even use anymore, but I'm just Marilyn E. Porter. That's it.
0: Okay. I'm so glad that you're taking some time, some well-deserved time to just rest your soul. And I love your hustle. You're well-connected. So we're going to keep an eye out. Please stay in touch with us. And we appreciate your time today
1: and connecting with us. Thank you so much. I've actually had a blast. Like I said, thank you for getting my juices flowing again.
0: Oh, we're so excited. Thank you, Marilyn. All righty. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining us this week on Mom's Time Out Podcast. Make sure to visit our website. We're at IrvineMomsNetwork.com. We have an Instagram page and Facebook page, Irvine Moms. You can also subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or SSS, so you never miss a show. While you're at it, we'd find great appreciation in your rating. And please simply tell a friend about the show. That would really help us out too. Until next time, please stay tuned for next week. We have a great episode.